At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. And lawyer's going to throw it to Morton, and that'll do it. And here they come in College Park as Maryland takes down number three, Purdue. Purdue didn't yesterday, J-Rod. They did not do as- it yesterday. As advertised, PJ. Come on, man. We tried to, you know, talk you off the ledge or tried to tell you not to take them, but hey, man, you live and you learn, right? That's exactly right. So Purdue's now dropped three of their last four games. Maryland picks up another big home win. Any big takeaways? I mean, we both have our opinions about Purdue, right? We're going to fade them in March Madness. Did you learn anything about Maryland, though, yesterday? They went on that 29-4 run, J-Rod. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I just it just goes to show you how important that home court advantage. That's what we've seen. We've seen a lot of, you know, top teams, not just Purdue. It's easy to pick on them, but we've seen a lot of top teams uh, not be able to go on the road and sustain the kind of success, especially against unranked teams. And I get it, you know, for, for a team like Maryland, this is the time to show out, you know, this is the time to really make a name for yourself, especially when it comes down to the NCAA selection committee. But it's amazing um, how poor these top-ranked teams, especially the top 15, have done on the road this year and against unranked teams. Yeah, and we were talking about that stat earlier in the week and coming true yet again. So that was really the big result from yesterday in college hoops. We had some other ranked teams in action. Houston was in action. UCLA, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, they all take care of business. Iowa, they stomp Ohio State 92-75. to We were talking about that game yesterday, J-Rod. Iowa is 11-3 at home against the spread. Ohio State was 1-9 against the spread in their last 10 games. Usually when you see that stuff in betting, right, where one team is so good at home, the other team has been so bad lately, sometimes that bad team might show up. Was not the case yesterday. Folks, I'm here to tell you. J-Rod, I'm here to tell you, don't bet Ohio State the rest of the season. That is a fade, (laughs) fade, fade team. Auto fade for sure. But, you know, the one thing that, that really stood out at me from the Purdue side is Matt Painter. What he said to his t- about his team, first of all, they got out-rebounded then in that game by a much smaller team that Maryland is. It was that we have to get tougher. 
That's the part that really got me. We have to get tougher. And when a coach says that, I mean, you're challenging your team, and that really opens up a lot of eyes to what's going on in Purdue. Yeah, J-Rod. Um, I'm having some some technical difficulties on my end, so sorry. I was unable to uh, to hear what you were saying. Over to the NBA, That's all though, right. hey, I've with been, I've been married, and, uh, and the Bucks last night. I've been married for 10 night. years. I get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Over to the uh, Giannis and the Bucks last night. We were talking about the Bulls. They were 2-0 against Chicago, or Chicago was 2-0 against the Bucks. Coming into this game, Giannis and the Bucks take care of business. Their winning streak's now up to 12 games. You think the Bucks right now, as we head into the All-Star break, that they're the best team in the East? I mean, I still like Boston. I still like Boston. I still like the pedigree. I still like the fact that, you know, they're coming off an NBA championship, you know, an NBA Eastern Conference, uh, you know, championship and a trip to the NBA Finals. I think the, what really is, is going to open up a lot of eyebrows now is, is and raise some eyebrows is what's going to happen with Giannis. Remember, he hurt his wrist last night. You know, he only played nine minutes, became the all-time Bucks leader in assists, but he only played nine minutes. Now, how is that going to affect the All-Star break? How is that going to affect, you know, moving forward in the second half? I think that's really something to look into because that's, I think, the only thing that's really going to distinguish between Boston and Milwaukee is those injuries. The Bucks have just never been healthy. Even when they won that championship, they seem, they seem to not be able to stay healthy. Middleton's hurt again. Now Giannis dealing with that wrist injury. It's going to be really interesting how that how that plays out. But the Bulls continue to free fall. Uh, Zach Levine, you know, says, hey, we haven't given up. Billy Donovan, a lot of criticism. It's an interesting time. And if you're the Bucks, I mean, having won 12 in a row, the All-Star break's kind of what you don't want to see yeah well said well said j-rod so the bucks they keep it rolling man they got that 12 game win streak going clippers and Suns. we were talking about that game yesterday if you yeah. remember that was a pick em going into that game right and the Suns, they were nine and zero in the pacific division and i was looking at that line and i'm like the Suns are at home that's a pick em and they're nine and zero in divisional games clippers come away with the victory talking about that total too and it was 222 and a half. They go over by just the one point, finish with 223 as the Clippers win by nine. Paul George, 26 points yesterday. Terrence Mann chipped in with 26 points. And then Booker had 19 for the Suns. What do you think of this Clippers team, J-Rod? I was high on them coming into the season. Obviously, it's all about the health of Kawhi and Paul George, but... Do you think that they could be a team to watch maybe here in the second half of the season? Well, listen, on the day that the Suns introduced Kevin Durant, by the way, and they let fans into the conference, they, they end up losing at home their first loss in division play. And the Clippers, by virtue of that win, just hopped over the Suns. So the Clippers are now fourth in the conference. Seems like the Clippers and Suns are destined to meet each other in the first round. So L.A. now uh, is on top of the Suns by, by a, a game – in terms of now being the fourth seed. Listen, the Clippers, they've got all the makings, right? Kawhi Leonard kind of kind of opened up some eyes yesterday. Scoreless in the first half. Didn't make a bucket. And they still win by nine points because Paul George and Terrence Mann carried the way. Uh, Kawhi ended up with 16. He's got the pedigree. He's got a ring. Ty Lue's got a ring as a head coach. I think 
we have been, in terms of Clipper fans, we have been waiting for this. It just hasn't happened. I think the time is now for the Clippers, and I think the trades that they've made, and I think they've put themselves in a position health-wise, I think they're ready to do this thing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, I think they could too, man. And obviously Phoenix, they're going to get Kevin Durant here for the second half stretch. They're the favorites to come out of the West. So we're going to see what they do here. As, uh, as we hit the All-Star break, All-Star break weekend is tonight. There was one more game last night, Wizards-Timberwolves. J-Rod, this game last night, man, Bradley Beal in the last four minutes of the fourth it. quarter was unbelievable. We had Alex Christensen on, our guy Noops, and uh, he was on it. He said he liked the Wizards last night. They had a big comeback, beat Minnesota. Beal had 35, six rebounds, five assists. Anthony Edwards, 34 points for Minnesota. Minnesota's another one of those teams really underachieving this year. J-Rod, Carl Anthony Towns obviously hasn't been with them since late November when he suffered an injury. Is this Minnesota team, do you think they could be a surprise team possibly in the West, or are you just totally fading them? Well, as of, from what I saw yesterday, blowing a 20-point lead, you know, dealing with injuries, I think I've got to fade them in a tough Western Conference, and that loss was pretty big because they went from 6th to now being in the playing game, they went from sixth to eighth because of that loss. And Washington jumps uh, to the uh, seventh spot, actually the ninth spot in, in into the playing game situation. Washington's been playing really well. I've been super impressed. They go to Portland, they win, they come back from twenty down on, for a long road trip uh, to beat the the Timberwolves. I like what they're doing in Washington. You know, a lot of DC fans have sort of had PTSD when it comes to to Washington basketball, but they have played really well they've shown me some moxie and the wolves i think are going the wrong way i'm with you i'm with you on the wolves a lot of people thought they could be a team to watch in the west when they picked up go bear but just hasn't worked out for them yet this season j-rod the big storyline though from yesterday was tiger woods man i mean how about it two under round finishes birdie 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 three straight holes on that golf course when he hasn't played since last July, it just adds to the legend of him. But this is the big test today, J-Rod. He had the late tee time yesterday, and now he has to turn around. He has to play this morning when it's going to be a lot chillier. Body's not going to be feeling as good. Realistically, I mean, what do you think is a good day for Tiger Woods? If he can just, if he can have an even par day, even a one-over day, I would really consider that a big success, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, I mean, he ends up two under 69 with those three straight birdies. And, and man, you know, it's it's so weird seeing Tiger smiling and having fun. The little present he gave uh, JT as they were walking uh, after, after a drive shot, the little feminine product that he gave. You know, that, that, was, that was so crazy. I was like, what's Tiger doing out there? You know, having a good time, winking at people. He's really enjoying himself as the ambassador to this tournament. Yeah, I mean, I, to me... To me, I think it's it's about yeah. I think an even par day would be a great way for him. He'd make the cut, right? Uh, absolutely. And, and tell you yeah. what, Tiger going into the weekend, for the first of all, the television partners will be happy. The galleries will be full. Everyone will be happy. Tell you what, Tiger is is that's why he is him, right? That's why he is yes. him. Yes. Did you see the people around the first tee box yesterday when he was teeing off? For people that really aren't familiar with Riviera Golf Course or Riviera Country Club, the tee box on the first hole is way elevated up. Like, that's the only thing around you. You know, it's not like the first tee box is next to, like, the ninth green or something like that. That's all there is. J-Rod, they were saying on TV it must have been, like, 20, 25 people deep when really it's only supposed to be, like, 10, 11 people deep. So that kind of tells you how many people were crammed in there and uh, trying to get a picture of Tiger. So the rest of the leaderboard got a lot of firepower towards the top. Max Homa, he's tied for first first with Keith Mitchell at 7-under. John Rahm is at 6-under. He's in solo third right now. Matt Kuchar, Colin Morikawa, Harris English, they're tied for fourth. And uh, you have some other guys lurking. Rory McIlroy is right there at 4-under. If you had to take a live shot, at somebody, even though Rom's trailing by one shot, he's plus three hundred. Homa's plus four fifty. Rory plus six fifty. Morikawa plus eight fifty. Guys like Justin Thomas is an eighteen to one. Cantlay's a twenty-two to one. Anybody that you think might be worth a sprinkle here as we're going into the weekend? Listen, I I, I got to go with what brung me right. I had JT as finishing up as the highest American in the tournament, so I'm gonna keep rolling with him and Rom. Man, I mean, I tell you what, he looked like he was gonna blow away the field the way he started. He started really fast um, yesterday. I still kind of like him. He's he's coming in with a lot of momentum. It, it's a very chalk to me. I think chalk is the way to go in this tournament. But again, Tiger, again dominating it, and and you almost wonder. If, if how that's going to affect the leaderboard because everyone's going to be focusing in on Tiger, especially if he makes the cut. So if that'll be more of a relaxing atmosphere for everyone else. Yeah, really good point. Because that's what this young generation, they all talk about. How are they going to play when Tiger's kind of lurking, right? When he's around the leaderboard. So we're going to find that out today from some of those players. Some NFL breaking news here on the show, J-Rod, as it's PJ Glasser and Jim Rodriguez here on BeckQL Daily. Ian Rappaport reporting it should be official today that Eric Bieniemy will be the new offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. It's not official quite yet, but it's definitely trending in the right direction. And there's just speculation around the league that he's going to be the new OC of Washington. Your thoughts on Bieniemy uh, landing with the Commanders, it looks like. You know, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it how a guy who's had so much success has to go to, you know, an absolute dumpster fire of an organization, have to sort of start over and sort of have to prove himself. I mean, that's it almost feels like they're saying, okay, listen, 
we know you've got two Super Bowl rings as an offensive coordinator, but we don't believe you. We don't believe that you did anything. We believe it was all Andy Reid. So we're going to send you to an absolutely horrific situation with, with ownership and all the dysfunction and no quarterback, and we're, we want you to win there. I mean, you talk about if, if you have conspiracy theories about why Eric Bieniemy doesn't get a job, boy, this totally feeds into it. Now, at the, at, at the other end, if he does well, then I want to see what the excuse is for not hiring him as a head coach. Hopefully it's yeah. a one and done for him and he's off to be a head coach because you talk about saying, all right, all that success, eh, go do it somewhere else. Interesting. It is interesting. Seems like the last two or three offseason, we've had all these head coach openings. Biennemi's had an interview with just about every team, and he's come away with, with nothing. Nothing to show yeah, for 17 interviews. 17 interviews. That's insane. Now, get it. Maybe he's a terrible interviewer. But and I don't want to and I hate comparing, you know, well, why does Jonathan Gannon get a job? Why does this guy get a job? I mean, guys who have had a a modicum of success compared to Eric Bieniemy, and I get it. Maybe you're not a great interviewer, but man, I, I I don't understand it. And I'm trying not to be a conspiracy theorist. I'm not trying to bring anything that I don't know of because I don't know what's happening on those interviews. And ultimately, we don't know what was the interview process. We don't know if he did bomb the interview. I almost feel like they don't believe he is actually responsible for all that success they've had in Kansas City. That's the feeling that I get. That it's it's sort of like when Joe Philbin got the job in Miami because all he did with Aaron Rodgers, it turns out he wasn't calling the plays. I feel that's what the general consensus is. Yeah, and right now it's looking like Matt Nagy, there are reports that he is emerging as the OC for Kansas City if the enemy does leave. So some storylines to watch there on this Friday. We're just getting going. Sean Little joins us next here on BeckQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network.